The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Loving That Sports Talk with your host, James Loving. If you're looking for a fast-paced show that covers football and so much more, this is the place to be. Now, here's your host, formerly of the Philadelphia Eagles, James Loving. This is James Loving. You're also Loving That Sports Talk co-host with me, Chris. You there? Yes, I'm here. Chris, before I introduce my next guest, you know, uh, well, he ain't a guest. He, he hosted the show with us, so I'm not going to say guest no more, but I was fortunate enough to talk to Wayman um, this weekend, the prophet. And he's like, oh, I can't wait to talk to the eight when we get on the show. And I told you, and I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> but I know Wayman supposed to call in. He said he's going to call in. He's like, I can't wait. Eight going to know I was right, but... Um, Chris, who want to do? Hey, you there, Abe? Yeah, I'm here. How you doing? Uh, well, I had to listen to Wayman Moff this weekend. He went down to Wyoming and hung out with friends of ours, you know, that we always played ball with him. He was running wow. his mouth. I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, yeah we, we we did talk about this, uh, uh, Tom Brady, uh, just recently, right? I mean, a couple yeah. of shows ago, we were, we, were, we were all weighing in on on uh, Tom Brady, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes, sir. Well, we just, I remember I know that. I know he'll call in, and uh, I'm going to start off, Chris, and then knocking around, you knock around, and Abe knocking around, and I know the prophet's going to call in because he's feeling good. He's talking about, oh, me, him, you, all of lunch and stuff. But anyway, Abe, I didn't get to watch the game. I was tired. But yeah. anyway, I was telling everybody, I know at work, and the guys were asking me, I said, you know, I want Atlanta to win, but second half is going to be the key because New England been there. And I said, I think Tom Brady in the second half will come out with adjustment and win, you know, and, and just do some things too. Um, I didn't get to watch the game. I know you and Chris did, but you go ahead first, um, Aiden. Tell me what you think, then you go, Chris. Okay. Well, uh, I got to tell you, it, it, to me, it seemed like uh, – Tom Brady was 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 holding back, you know, the first portion of the game. I mean, they, it it really took them a long time to to get things started and get get in the groove and get things going the way they wanted to. And and not to say that uh, Atlanta didn't make it rough for them; they made it tough on him. I mean, it looked like on on a lot of those plays they were uh, their defense was was rushing Tom Brady, you know, and putting a lot of pressure on him, making him real uncomfortable. And, uh, you know, it worked for him. But, uh, in, in the end, uh, towards the, you know, the, uh, middle of the third quarter, I think it was, it was like, uh, somebody flipped a switch on Tom Brady. And, uh, you know, he went into win mode, and that's exactly what he did. Uh, it, it was really un- an, un- an unbelievable, uh, performance 
uh, by him. And, you know, I got to say, you know, he, like, whether you like the guy or not, uh, he's, he's, he's quite possibly the, the one, the greatest quarterback in history. You know, I mean, he's got five Super Bowl wins. Uh, and, uh, you know, I, I, he, he really did a great job, you know, as, as far as getting this win. And, uh, you know, uh, he, he is getting up there in age. Uh, he's, he's a little bit older than a lot of these other guys. And to me, you know, it's like uh, how, how I'm thinking to myself, well, how much longer is he going to continue to play? And, and we talked about this earlier, James. You know, uh, it, uh-huh. Sometimes it's it's best to to just leave when you're on top, but you know I think he still feels like he's got a lot left in him to to give to the sport and to the team, and uh, uh, you know hopefully he 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 stays well and he doesn't get injured. You know uh, you, you hate to put yourself in harm's way, you know, uh, but uh, yeah, he, he like I said, a great performance uh, by both teams really. Uh, and, and it's it's really unfortunate that uh, Atlanta didn't come out on top uh, at the end. Uh, but uh, yeah, I don't know. What, what do you what do you have to say about it, Chris? Well, watching hey, Chris, the game, Chris. Chris, Chris, hold yeah. on before you go. I know you've seen the game. Go. Let me let me say something, Chris. I know you've seen it. You came really like, hey, James. But let me ask Avis, Chris, and then I know you know you can feed off with Chris, whatever. <laughs> Hey, if you yeah. said, you know, Tom Brady's holding back, you know, I didn't see the game. I know Chris did. I don't know her, you know, but I don't think he held back. I mean, I told everybody that Atlanta in the first half would be winning it and all that, but the second half, Brady. So I think they figured him out in the first half, but the second half, by the experience, I mean, it's like what I told you with Dallas. Hey, I said mm-hmm. Dallas was a better team, but Aaron Rodgers now with the experience, second half going to win that game, and it did. What do you think, Chris? So, I agree with you. I don't think he held back. I I think that Atlanta was able to frustrate the heck out of him. And and remember, we talked about this on the show where, and James, I think you're the one who brought it up, it said that, you know, he, that he, they should take a, a play from the other team that, that frustrated him, you know, and just, just do like they did. And that's what it seemed like they were doing in the the, the first Almost three, more almost three quarters. They were just frustrating yeah. him and outplaying him. You know, he he threw interceptions. They fumbled the ball. You know, there was all this stuff. They they weren't connecting, and and you could see how frustrated it was. But one thing that that kept happening was all those those calls that kept going New England's way. You know, and and yeah. and, and James, I you even said this at one point. You know, you said because you watched like maybe the first half and said that it's it's like the refs want New England to win, you know, because of all the calls yeah. that kept going their way, you know, and somewhere along the line you have to figure what is going on. So, well, I, I, I'll I'll tell you the reason why I think he was holding back a little bit there, and 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 we talked about a little bit about this earlier, James, but you know, let, let's think, let's stop and think about this for a minute. Tom, Tom Brady, all the NFL teams in the league essentially had a four-game head start because he sat out the first four games of the season, right? So for him to get to where he did is, I believe, uh, uh, you know, uh, an amazing feat that he accomplished. 
And, uh, you know, so it was almost to me like, well, let's just hold off and, and see what happens after halftime, and, and then we'll start playing ball. And, and sure enough, that's, that's exactly what he did, and, and he was able to uh, catch up, not only catch up to him, to, to the Atlanta Falcons, but surpass them in points and, and win the game, you know, in, in overtime. No, That's no, the no, only no, reason no. I, I, I think he was holding back. Let me discredit you on that, Abe. Listen, and Chris, you listen. Y'all tell me if I'm right. <laughs> um, no, for real. I, I know what you're saying. You're saying four yeah. games. We care about what happened through the regular season. Right. Uh, when you got a team, like I go back to say when Seattle was playing New England. If they didn't call that pass play and ran the ball, they would have won. Okay, they messed up. Boom. Atlanta had the game. All they had to do, I think somebody told me, um, who was I talking to? It might have been Wayman. Them saying, you know, Atlanta, uh, when um, Matt Ryan fumbled that ball, that changed the play with 16 points. You know, he got mm-hmm. second fumbled the ball. We look at that and said, New England would have lost. We go back and say, okay, they would have lost. They should have lost Seattle game. Bad coaching, boom. Atlanta, yeah. you up on that. Bad coaching, they should have won. But we still talking about Tom Brady, the baddest. But those <laughs> losses should have been losses. But you can't say that. He won it. But we all look well, and say, well, Tom, it, Tom. Go ahead, Abe. Go ahead. James, here's the thing. I mean, if that's the case, then Dallas should have been in there playing. I'm not Atlanta. Sure. That, you know what I'm saying? What I, I was going to finish. You got to let me finish. I was going to say that. You know, Dallas right. should have been there. Yeah, like you said, not Atlanta. But but if you look at it, saying, okay, New England, every Super Bowl they won, I mean, look at what New England lost. The Giants, mm-hmm. what play that, that won the game? That that Terrell Reese, when he caught that ball, remember, on the helmet. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about that? So we look at yeah. those plays. Uh, right. Seattle. Seattle didn't, didn't pass that ball to ran the ball. They would have lost. That might have changed their thing. If um, Atlanta, all Atlanta has to do is control the ball. All they do is take time off the clock. Four minutes, you know, I see no sportsman center, but four minutes, run the clock, don't get Tom Brady to keep, you know, they would have won. But we're looking at, well, Tom Brady did this and that. He didn't do nothing. Atlanta killed itself. Seattle killed themselves with those games. And that's go with coaching. And that's where Bill Belichick is a better coach. And you look at that, you know. Look at when yeah. Bill Jackson was winning his thing. Look at um, for, um, Spurs win this, you know, it's coaching. And you don't freak out, and you know, in those time, you know what I'm saying? You know, right. you're on two minutes, you know? And I think, ever since Tom Brady, Tom Brady, average quarterback like um, the guy that just retired <laughs> 40 years ago for Green Bay, um, Brett Farr, same thing. But we all look yeah. like, oh, he's the greatest ever. Oh, he ain't the greatest ever. If you put his ass on Cleveland Brown, he, he won't be doing that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> you guys don't agree, Chris? A? No, I, I agree. Well, I agree. I, I, I do agree. I do agree with you on one point that, that you said there, you know, as far as Atlanta beating themselves and, and, and you know, sure. running themselves out. You know, I think they did, they did try to, you know, rush on too many plays and it, it wore their defense out. And, uh, you know, they weren't, they weren't able to, uh, to, to stay where they needed to be. But, you know, and that's the other thing, you know, the calls, like you said, you know, uh, there were a lot of calls that went in their favor. But, uh, you know, in the end, a win's a win. And, and it, whether it's, yeah. it, you know. You're right. 
the Super Bowl or or regular season or playoffs, they got it done, and and that's that's where we're at today. You know, uh, so my, my, well, okay, so my, my question, my first question, basically leads into all this. You know, so did, that, uh, did the New England Patriots outperform Atlanta, or did the Atlanta Falcons choke in the Super Bowl 51? So, you know, to make it the greatest comeback in NFL history, you know, which, which, which was it? You know, so was it the chicken for the egg, or, <laughs> you know? Let me, what, let me what, what do you that, think, Abe? Before you go, because what? I want to ask no, you. No, go ahead. I yeah. want to ask you before you ask, because I'm going to throw something at you, Abe. And, um, and, and, you know, <laughs> I, right. look at football, I look at football different because I look at, okay, everybody talking about the best quarterback. It ain't about that because I remember Trent different when the Super Bowl. He didn't do nothing. You know what I'm saying? But managed. But I think Atlanta choked because you managed the ball and all like that because I really think the people who really choked was Dallas. I gotta keep going back to Dallas because <laughs> you look at the better. No, I'm not. I'm not. Uh, I'm not doing that not to message you. I'm doing to say that's the team that you know. When you have a team that good and you do what you're doing, Atlanta offense was better than New England, and they choked because they didn't manage to keep moving the ball to keep the clock moving, just like Dallas. So I think they choked. What do you think? Uh, I I think it was outperformance. You know, no, crazy, uh, crazy. <laughs> I mean, that's this now. This is just my no. point of view because you know, like I said, they, they ran their defense hard. You know, their defense was out on the field quite a bit. You know, they were tired. You know, it, it, and that's that's tough to do. You know, so especially against you know Tom Brady. You know, so for me, to me, it was uh, it was our performance. Hey. Mm. Next week, you better call in, Chris. Make sure I'm going to call. I'm going to have Nesby and all these guys on. I'm going to even say outperform because I talked to Nesby. He said it was not outperform. Atlanta choked. Uh, you, you better call in next week. <laughs> I'm going to hear you say that on there because uh, you don't agree with that, do you, Chris? Come on. No. He was not all played. Atlanta was they, they, not all played. <clears throat> to, to come back to, to, to do what they did scoring, you know, two touchdowns with two-point conversions back-to-back. I mean, doing one is bad, is, is hard enough, but do two? You know, Atlanta was, was ill-prepared. Chris, you are not all played when you have the game. You know what I'm saying? I can see you all played when you, you tied up and doing that, doing the whole way. You was, you, was, you was ahead. It's called clock management in football. I'm telling you, it's called clock management. To, you know what I'm saying? You run the ball. You run the ball to keep the clock running. Remember when, um, uh, what team was that? Um, God, what team was that? Dallas. When uh, Terrence Williams <laughs> lost the game for them. Remember? He didn't run out of yeah. bounds. He took extra yards. Remember that? Yes. And Dallas lost. Come on, Abe. Come on. You know what I'm talking about, Abe. And they, they was all over him. He should have ran out clock management. Keep the clock. He should have kept the clock running, and he ran out of bounds. Remember that? All right. Yeah. So what you're telling me is outperformed by clock management. Yeah. Yeah. I'll, this is, is that, different outperform. I mean, you just, I mean, Denver last year, Denver outperformed people. The defense outperformed. Plain and simple. Yeah. Plain and simple. That game was, you know what I'm saying, they, they outperformed Carolina. Plain and simple. You, you see the difference now? 
Atlanta <laughs> clock management. Come on, you got this game. You up what? They was up. I don't know what they was up. Uh, somebody told me 34 or 28. No, no, no. Right? It was 28 to 3. They was up 16 points, I heard, and they that, that fumble, you know. Oh, at that point, yeah. Man. Well, man. I, 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 did you see this? I got to be, I gotta be honest. I'm, five carries in the second half. Uh, Come on, wait. <sighs> I don't like it any but any I don't like it any better than anybody else, but they won. And that's that's the bottom line. Oh, bottom line here they won, but everybody talk about oh they was outperformed. No, it wasn't clock marriage. The coach was was they out um perform uh when they beat Seattle? No. Were they well, <laughs> Go ahead, Eric. You're talking about Atlanta? No, when New England beat Seattle in the Super Bowl, were they all perform? Well, I mean, <laughs> that's that is the name of the game: score points and win, right? So, no. if you don't score points, your performance is subpar. Oh my God! What's the next question? <laughs> so, so we we've kind of touched upon this. You know, we all know that Kyle Shanahan, you know, offensive coordinator for the Falcons, he left the team. Uh, to take the new the head coaching position with San Francisco 49ers. Okay, so so we we knew knew that was coming up. However, the the Atlanta Falcons are now cleaning the house because of this loss. Um, they fired the defensive coordinator and the defensive line coaches. You know, and to me, you know, I'm thinking, wait a minute. Okay, who's to blame for this loss? You know, at this point, they're trying to point the fingers at the defense. You know, so so in your mind, who who, who should have taken more of a more of the blame? Offensive defense. Well, it's, it's like I said before. I think, I think the defense, the defense fell apart at the end. You know. But 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 as James was saying, if they did clock management, you know, and 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 stuck with what they were good at, which well, was running the ball, they wouldn't have been in that position. And, and he and I think he is right on that because, you know, uh, through that through clock management you wouldn't have your defense on the field for that long of time and they wouldn't get tired and they wouldn't, you know, they'd be able to perform. So, uh, you know, like I said, I think, I think James was right when he said earlier that it was outperformed by clock management. So I, I think that's fair to say. That's, that's how. So, 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 then, so then you're saying that the offense has to take the blame because they didn't manage the clock. They have to, Chris. The offensive coordinator, I don't know why. And he, uh, he was worried about that coaching job than that team, you know what I'm saying, Kyle Shanahan, because the plays you call hurt you, you know what I'm saying? Right. Plain and simple, the plays you call hurt you. Come on now. Um, I know, you, but, you but by fire, them firing firing your... the defensive coaches, they're, they're, they're putting them on the fire, you know, and, and I think that Kyle Shanahan and his, and his squad are the ones that really need to take the, the bulk of the blame. Yeah. You got your you got your defense on that field. Look at the first half. They say everybody told me their defense running around, second Brady, and second half they was on the field too long. They was tired. That's what right. happened with Denver yeah. this year. Am I wrong? Or right, Denver defense was on the field too long this year. Last right. year when Denver won it, Denver defense wasn't on that long. I mean they had paid men and manager, you know, you know, mm-hmm. but their defense was on the field too long this year. They got tired, and that's what happened with Atlanta. Am I right? Abe? Yeah.
this. Yep. So I, I I agree that Denver Denver you know their their defense was totally different. But but I'm 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 going to argue with you about you know these well, these are professional athletes that get paid multiple money you know to be in great shape in order to yeah. to perform. You're not a robot. Come on now. Everybody got to take a break. Come on, there ain't a robot. Everybody get tired. Come on, I don't care how much you get paid. You got to take a break. Am I right, Abe? So, well, so, so, so then, then you, you Abe, turn around and you Abe, interchange players. Abe getting $27 more of the job than me. I'm getting 19 Abe got to work more because he's getting more. No, hell no. He was like, I didn't take me a lunch break, right, Abe? <laughs> you got to get you a lunch break, right, Abe? No, Abe make $27. He don't get a lunch break, right, Abe? <laughs> Poor Abe, right. James. <laughs> what are you going to tell them because they're athletes, they don't get tired. They're tired out there. Well, That's good. But on the other hand, you know, these guys are, they are paid to be conditioned for this, you know, this. And, but, you know, after the whole season, I mean, you know, it, they got to be tired in the end. You know, I mean, it, it's, it's a grueling pace to, to probably try to keep up with. And, you know, like James said, being a human being, you know, human beings get tired. No matter how much, uh, you know, conditioning you have under your belt. What team is that that they switch in those players uh, on second, third, and be switching that defensive player? Those guys get tired. Now you see with the NBA players, you see what they're doing now, Abe? They're resting guys for games, you know, because they ate two games. Soon later, you know what I'm saying? But some games they ain't playing, you know what I'm saying? They press them because that wears your body down. I don't care if you get ninety million, you're tired. You're not yeah. Robocop. But I still still say that that should never be an excuse though. Crazy. Because it has to it has to do with, with coaching and, and, and the plays. Crazy. We when I was with Philly, Buddy Ryan, at the end of the practice we had to run a hundred and forty sprints. We had to do all this. I'm like Oh, because the fourth quarter, I'm like, <laughs> this ain't gonna help me for no fourth quarter right now. You know what I'm saying? Because <laughs> you still gonna be tired, you know? Like, oh, we're gonna get you conditioned to do it. You still ain't gonna be, no matter how many you run, you'll be conditioned to, to keep up, but you're gonna be tired. You still gonna be tired. All right, we'll, we'll, we'll argue this point later on. Look at Dallas. They got tired of running there. Well, anyway, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> so, so we kind of talked about this a little bit about Tom Brady. You know, he, he came back this season, proven himself, coming from behind, winning the Super Bowl, and then he was named MVP. And I, I again, you know, this man's 39 years old. Should he, you know, how much, how much longer does he have? How much longer does his body have? You know, yeah. how, how, should, should, should he go out on top? Well, Abe, what do you think? Before you answer, Abe, let's take a break. Uh, yeah. We won't cut you off, and then we come back and let you answer that, and then uh, we still okay. talk about the Dallas Cowboys. But this is James, Chris, and this is Abe. Abe talked about, you know, they all played them. Yeah, really? We'll be right back. <laughs> all right. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. Want to experience football from the perspective of two former players who also have coaching experience? Tune in to Sports Info UM with Daryl Oliver and Sam Sword. We'll talk about the drafts, play-by-play, and even what's happening in the offseason. 
Daryl and Sam have the connections and the knowledge to bring you the inside stories of the game's past, present, and future. We'll cover the camps, on and off field, and everything else, football and beyond. Sports Info UM is heard Mondays at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Sports Channel. Check your feelings at the door and enter the man cave. Don't let the name fool you because we're here for anybody that wants to talk and listen in. Host J.D. Harris and friends are here to lead the forum from the fans, former players, owners, execs, and coaches. While inside the man cave, you do whatever you like. We won't judge. We'll even go beyond sports to talk technology, current events, and entertainment. Tune in every Wednesday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Your internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. You're hooked up with loving that sports talk. James Loving and his guests want to hear it from you. Call us at 1-888-346-9144. That's 888-346-9144. Or drop an email to lovingthatsportstalk at yahoo.com. Now, back to the show. This is James Loving, your host of Loving That Sports Talk, co-host from Chris. You there? I'm here. And then we got all play, you know, aid. <laughs> I can't wait till next week, boy. Hey, you in trouble with Nesby now. You there, eight? I'm here. <laughs> I can't I'm wait. Here. Oh, my God. I can't wait till next week. So I'm going <laughs> double record. I might have to tell my mom, them, don't listen to that one. Could be a little cussing <laughs> on that one. <laughs> well, um, Chris, go ahead, you know. Go ahead. Uh, okay, so what, what I talked about before we took break was about Tom Brady, yeah. you know, and he 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 did have a lot to prove this year because he, you know, came on that four game suspension and you know, he he his team was three and one when he started playing and he 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 did well. He did really good. I mean he was just looked phenomenal this year. But again, he's thirty nine. You know, and we talked about this before, but at this point, should he consider tire, retiring because his body's not gonna last. Abe? Yeah, you know, uh, just I, I can speak just from experience. You know, I'm 41 years old, and, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm nowhere, you know, near an, an athlete that, that Tom Brady is. But, you know, it, it, when you start to get older, your body, you know, does, it responds differently than it used to when, when you were younger. So, uh I, th- I think you know within the next couple of years he's pr- he's probably going to start to feel some of that, but uh, you know uh, you did you did bring up a, a good point, uh, Chris, about you know uh, should he go out on top? You know, uh, I mean the guy has everything. You know, what more does he need? You know. Uh, why, why risk getting injured, uh, putting yourself in harm's way, uh, you know, just just to win a few more games? You know, I mean, to me, it, it's kind of silly, but you know, he's he's a he's a 
he's a competitor, and he, you know, he he likes comp. He's he's there for the competition, I believe, and that's what drives him, you know. Uh, but uh, hopefully, you know, he he uh, he he stays, you know, stays healthy, and uh, he's able to uh, retire without injury in the in the future, you know, and uh, and maybe some of these other teams will have a chance. You know, there you go. I think uh, what you saying, Abe, it sounds good. But you got to look at you guys. They're competitive. They hate to do that. I mean, look at Michael Jordan. You know, he should He went to Washington and then he came back and then tried to play baseball. They want to keep going. Look at Brett Favre. You know, they want to compete. You know, they just don't know when right. to quit. They want to keep going. You know what I'm saying? And I know you yeah. said I'm going to go off on, on top, but. It's like, okay, we made it there, so whatever we do after that, it ain't going to matter. It ain't going to really hurt me because we've been there. Everybody know it, you know. Uh-huh. So, you know, I think, you know, these guys just, they, they got their ego. Put it that way. It's that ego, like, hey, I can still go. You know, I mean, you look at some players. I mean, um, the guy um, for um, Detroit, Megatron, and Barry Center, they're like, hey, I'm done. My body can't take no more. I can't take that beating a training camp no more and all like that. They, they they say I'm done, you know. Some yeah. guys admit they're done, but some like, hey, I'm the best, you know. I mean, Michael Jordan. I'm like, what the heck you doing, you know? With Washington, man, sit down. You got you know six championships. You're the best, you know. But yeah, there's there's really I'm, nothing left left to prove, right? I mean, what what does he have left to prove? You know, time, I, I gotta keep playing. And they're going to start losing. Oh, he should have stopped. You know, we're not, you know. you going to start getting yeah. beat up, you know. Yeah. Well, uh, if, if you look at Peyton Manning, I mean, I, I, even though he was a good clock manager and, and what he did for, for the Broncos, he was in the league pretty much, you know, one, one season too long. Yeah. They should have lost that Super Bowl. But like <laughs> Peyton Manning did something. He didn't do nothing that game. It was all Denver defense. Right. right. But but the same thing it could happen to, to to Tom and then people are gonna look at him, you know, like all all these five Super Bowls that he's won are gonna be nothing, you know, because of that one last season. Right. Yeah. Look at look at Dallas. <laughs> oh, <okay. laughs> oh like, he's not gonna get off that one, is he is he Abe? Well hey I, I I tell you what, James. If if Tom Brady keeps wearing those pajamas, he could probably play till he's fifty. You know what I, I mean? Hey, Two hundred dollars. Maybe. maybe I, I mean, who, had those. hey, who knows if he didn't go in the locker room at halftime and put those pajamas on and go back out on the field after the half? And that's you know that's the reason why he won. Who knows? Yeah. You know. Hey, I mean. Draws me. Draws made him win. You're right. Draws made him win. <laughs> Go ahead, Griff. Oh, goodness. Okay. All right. So so let's talk a little bit about uh, Tom Brady now being the winningest quarterback who won a Super Bowl with five wins. Both Joe Montana and Terry Bradshaw have each won four. You know, and, and in your opinion, you know, can you compare the five wins that Brady did against the four that Montana and, and Bradshaw each each have? Well, I'm tired of Tom Brady question. Go ahead, Abe. 
I hear you. Uh, Go ahead. Man, uh, you know, five is one more than four. So, uh, <laughs> I mean, you know, it, it, it is what it is. And you got to, you got to, whether you like it or not, you still got to give the guy credit, you know. Uh, and that, I mean, I don't know how he does it or, you know, how it gets done, but he it's done. And he's got five Super Bowl wins. And, and like I said, it is what it is. Okay. Well, well, let let, let me throw out, throw this out to you. But when when Uh Joe and and Terry were were playing, you know, that was a time where you you could knock a quarterback around. You can do all that stuff that you can't do now. You know, and and there was was a lot more physical. It's it's like everybody trying to compare um, NBA now with NBA back with Jordan and playing. Jordan and playing, they go in that lane, they get knocked down the ground, get beat up. You know, you had Detroit. You had uh, Rick Mahorn and all that. Remember that? And all those guys. Yeah. From Detroit, knocking yeah. Them. Now you can't even touch them in the NBA, you know. And So you got to look at that now in, in football. I mean, you look back in the day with Lester Hayes with the Raiders. They had that stick them on their hands, and they can jam the guy, the receiver, all the way down the field to the end zone and jamming them. Now, after five yards, you can't touch them. So, so it's so, a different I mean, game. It's a different game now. I mean, you look at it and say, yeah. okay, Tom Brady sit back in that pocket all day, you know, and the game changes after that Raider tuck rule. Remember that? Yes. So it's a different game. I mean, uh, somebody was, I was watching sports in the day, and they talk about uh, they had Shannon Sharp and what's called now who you think up be the preseason fair. They said Dallas and New England, but then they said, wait a minute, I gotta wait until the new rule changes get in effect before you know because they do a new rule change every year to see what the new rule change is. You know what I'm saying? So that's been mm-hmm. the first team with the new rules. So that's what they were saying. And I looked at it like, wow, that is true, you know. Whatever come in with a new rule, that could benefit a team that, that you know. So, right. What do you think? Well, and... Abe? Uh... No, I'm sorry, I lost my train of thought there. You know, I, I, just, I was just going to say, you know, that uh, it, it is a different game, you know, like James says, but uh, I think these teams, they, they look at these rules and they they use it to their advantage because that's why it's there, you know. Uh, and and I think maybe that's a lot of the reason why they're winning the way they're winning. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, they're just well, just like they said, they they're not going to make predictions until all these rules get changed. Because yeah, it's going to be in someone's favor, right? And then you know, and as soon as this game, you know, this uh, this last Super Bowl uh, ended, it's not even like a day or two later. I'm seeing that uh, you know they're already talking about New England winning next year's Super Bowl. Yeah, right. You know, and it's like really, this one just ended. You know, right. and then the, the new the new season hasn't even started yet. So how can you say that they're going to win next year's Super Bowl? I mean, it's just it's crazy. And, and they didn't have a dominating team this year. You know what I'm saying? I can yeah. see they dominate like Dallas. You know, like if Dallas there, but 
I didn't see New England do this. I just see Atlanta. Atlanta just messed it up. Yeah. Well, so did uh, so did Dallas. So. Yeah, it's. <laughs> I mean, it was it, it was it was for Dallas to 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 go in and take, and unfortunately, they got. They either they either <laughs> they they just got outplayed, you know. That was sitting there. Well, we can't say outplayed with eight. Oh, that's right. We can't. Say. <laughs> yeah. They got out. Yeah. They got outperformed. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yep. Okay. So, James, I have one more Super Bowl question. It has to do with with Tom Brady. Last one. I oh, promise. Uh... I promise. Okay. So, based on what you saw in the Super Bowl, do you think Tom Brady deserved to be the MVP? You know, for me personally, James White is who should have won it. You know, he received the ball 14 times for 110 yards, which was actually a Super Bowl record for the most catches and receiving yards. And he got two touchdowns for that. And then he also ran the ball six times for 29 yards and another touchdown. You know, what, 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 what's your opinion on that, Abe? Uh, I think they should have gave it to uh, Amendola. No, uh, Edelman. Edelman, yeah. Did you, did you see that catch he made? I yeah, mean, they, they, they showed that over and over uh, and over again. There was literally a hand between the ball and the ground, okay? And he, he was able to, to pull it in, reel it in, and, and make the catch. And that, to me, that was an unbelievable uh, catch there that, that he made. And, and, and uh, so... Just on just on that, I think they should have gave it to him. But yeah, that all was politics because it was streaming from Roger Goodell and Tom Brady. That's why they did that. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. You know, they yeah, want, there was they something wanted, to that. They wanted to throw it in Roger Goodell's face. Tom Brady came back, won MVP, and you know, so that's all yeah. politics. Brady should never got that, but they did that to throw that back. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's a, that's all that was. The politics was throwing him in Roger Goodell's face. Uh, he set out for a game. He was on a mission to prove that you know all that. Come on. So, it's so it's almost like a pat, almost like a pat on the back, is what you're saying, right? Yeah. James I mean, Dimmer was in it. Who else was gonna win it? New England. Nobody else over that good. You know, Pittsburgh just ain't you know. But there's nobody over in the AFC to win it. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, New England yeah. and Denver. A different offense was horrible, so who else was going to go there, you know? Right. So, everybody acting like New England was that great team, and no, they wasn't. They did that, and Tom Brady set out for a game, and look what they did. Their schedule was easy. <laughs> the four games Tom Brady set out, they played teams that didn't have winning records. Well, <laughs> what about their division? You know, I mean, the division alone. That division, what, 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 who's good in that division, eight? That, that's what I'm saying. Nobody. Good in that division. New England. Nobody. That's what I'm saying. New England. That's why New England go every year. Nobody good in that division. Yeah. Pittsburgh ain't doing something, and Pittsburgh janky with their defensive back. So mm-hmm. if, you, if you pass it on Pittsburgh, they're going to lose. So who's good over there? Well, Miami was making a comeback this year, Miami but they, still, have, they still have trouble because they don't have a decent, decent enough quarterback. <laughs> Tannehill's a bum. They tried to get rid of Tannehill two years ago. Him and that coach had it out, and they, he ended up standing, had a good game. And, uh, CC, look at him. He's still a bum. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. Buffalo and Jets, they they're yeah they're no good. But Miami, I you know we'll see what happens this next year. But I think Miami is actually uh, pretty pretty decent. They're they okay. should be good yeah. Yeah. as long as they get a better quarterback in there. Uh-huh. Well, no more we shall Brady. see. <laughs> I read talk about Tony Romo than Tom Brady. Really? Let's talk about <laughs> Romo then. Tony Romo, he's going to Broncos, isn't he? Well, you know that that that's the word that the but well I I also read today that uh, the Broncos are securing both uh, Simeon and you know both both their quarter quarterbacks they're securing them Lynch. and yeah and they're going to have them play for the for the you know whoever's going to be the starting quarterback so they're they're not even talking about bringing anybody in at this point so they're going to have to fight it out they're going to whoever the yes. better quarterback is 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 going to get the yes. job at the end of the day right. Yes. Well, you got to look at the Broncos. That's a smart thing to do because you got what, what's it called, Buffalo the Lynch and the, you know, and the other guy play. You know, might as work these two guys. They'll be your franchise, one or the That's other. Correct. You know what I'm saying? So Mal go and get that strength and let them get beat up and they, you know, sacrifice that. You know, uh, you bring Rumble in. What's that sacrifice in one year? Hope he's gonna win it that year. He doesn't do that. They should did it this year. You know. Well, they yeah. they looked at Sanchez and they realized their mistake and got rid of him. So, oh, well, they had Sanchez what he was. He was a third street bump, third string yeah, quarterback oh. bump. That's all yeah. Sanchez is, you know. Sit back with the clipboard, somebody get hurt, one play, you run in there and, and and hand the ball off when you come back, you know. Mm-hmm. He's a backup. Gotta, that's all. You got to be two quarterbacks down for him to come in the game, you know. So. That's yep. how Sanchez is. Right, right. Uh, we'll see what happens. But anyway, so my next thing I want to talk about is has to do with Deion Sanders. I don't know if you guys heard at, after the Super Bowl. You know, he was on the the the, the TV and he was uh, he was accusing the Indianapolis Colts of cheating. You know, Tony Tony Dungy. You know, he heard about it and he came on another sports show. And you know, he was the former head coach of the Colts, and he argued back that the team didn't cheat while he was there. You know, he mentioned that they might they might have stolen signals from opposing teams, but that is part of the game. You know, Dungy maintains that the di- that the difference in doing things, is, you know, difference is basically doing things legally or illegally. You know, and he said they never did anything illegal. You know, as other teams have done, um, you know, like for instance, back in what 2007, when the New England had had taped um, other teams' um, practices and stuff. But uh, right. you know, I I, I I I agree with Tony. I mean, I, I think still, is, you know, you you do tend to watch, you know, like like the defense will watch the, one of the offensive coaches giving signals and try to find out, okay, how many how many receivers are they going to have out there? How many tight ends are they going to have out there? So they, you know, watch for those signals. And that is part of the game. So I don't think that's that's anything illegal. That's not that's not cheating. What, what, what's your well, opinion on that? I think it goes back to, to the rules. You know, uh, these teams are going to use the rules to their advantage. You know, uh, and they'll do everything up to breaking the rule, you know. So, I mean, as long as you're not breaking the rule, it's not cheating, right? Right. So, so you know, uh, 
I think that's re- that's really it, all it is. You know, when you use it to your advantage, uh, it's going to work for you every time. You know, until somebody says you can't do this anymore. You know, yeah. I I taught um, seventh and eighth grade. Uh, it was a BD school uh, behavioral class, and the kids told me it's not a crime until you get caught. Think about it. <laughs> <laughs> That's true, right? It's not right. Fine. So the thing about with that is, you know, everybody keeps talking about, you know, is it cheating and all of that. If you look at nowadays, the coaches, they're, um, they're, um, whatever that is, they place, you know, their mouth and call the play because they got people that lip read, you know what I'm saying? Oh, Finally, up in the box, you mean, is. yeah. You know, it's crazy. You got to do all that just to send in a play, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But what is it, you know, a tell you know, telling you, hey, Chris is going to run the ball throw over here, and I hear him say it. I'm looking up here, hey, he's going to do that. Is that cheating? No. This is what Abe said he's going to do. I'm looking at him, you know? Mm-hmm. Right. Now, cheating is get a copy of Abe's sheet, and then say, okay, he look at, he, well, we got a copy of his sheet, and he turn up number three or number three on the play sheet. That's what you're running. That's cheating. Because Abe going to sit down and mouth it off. You know, run power left twenty eight nine. Hey, A said run. That ain't cheating. Hey, A should have not said it. You know, right? right. Because then they don't know what order they're gonna call those right. plays, right? So I don't ever keep talking about cheating. I don't know, Deion Sanders. Shut up, cause Tony Dun- Tony Dunn is a legend. You know, right? He got mm-hmm. you know these talk shows and want to you know start accusing people or something. You know, how many times did Dion Sanders tell him, Dion, here, throw the ball here, you know, and know the play. You think he got to know? That's how he got his interception. Right. You know, we had a we had a playbook. I mean, it was a big, thick thing, you know, when they cut you over, you really get to turn that in. How do you think players have copied that and got mad at another team and gave them that playbook, you know? Yeah, that, yeah. That, they could do that. As long as they don't get caught. No, that's how Dallas love. Somebody told their play. <laughs> hey, oh, I know. You might I be know right. You're still you might age. be right. You yeah. might be right, James. You I might be you're right. Still long. <laughs> yeah. Well, let's might do this. Let's take one more last break, and then we're gonna take it to the end, and then maybe we we'll get some right. uh, Tony Romo questions. You know, so we'll be right oh, back. Hey, I'll, I'll find one. <laughs> Internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. Are you a real sports fan? Get ready to talk football and anything else sports with Kwame Lasseter. Formerly with the Arizona Cardinals, San Diego Chargers, and St. Louis Rams. Kwame's got the experience, so he's prepared to talk sports with you every week on Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk. It's on the Voice America Sports Network every Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, 12 noon Eastern Time. Get ready for an unpredictable, fun, and sometimes sarcastic look at the world of sports. That's Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk on the Voice America Sports Network. Sports and medicine go hand in hand. 
Quite simply, if you aren't up to your game health-wise, you won't be up to your game on the field. That's where Bruce the Sports Doc comes in. Dr. Bruce Grossinger uses his medical training and experience to bring you a link between sports and medicine, from the latest advances and treatments to discussion behind the injuries of the week. Bruce the Sports Doc and his team of guest experts are here each week to lay it on the line in terms that you can understand. Tune in every Tuesday at 5 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Sports Channel. You're hooked up with Loving That Sports Talk. James Loving and his guests want to hear it from you. Call us at 1-888-346-9144. That's 888-346-9144. Or drop an email to lovingthatsportstalk at yahoo.com. Now, back to the show. This is James Loving, your host of Loving That Sports Talk. Call us. You with me, Chris? I'm here, James. And hosting with us, we got, Dal- I mean, Abe. Abe, you there, Abe? Ah, I'm here. <laughs> I just love this, Chris, you know, because, you know, uh, Dallas, everybody keeps saying, Dallas was there, they were the one. Dallas wasn't there. There's one error with what they're saying, and that's, yeah, Dallas <laughs> Dallas didn't make Go it ahead, there. So. Take us to the end. Give me something okay. to play. So, so you want to talk about Tony well, Romo? Hey. So, hey. You know, I, I was just checking here, and they said that Tony Romo, he's determined to play in 2017 with no plans to retire. Apparently, he's been offered, you know, some some uh, television networks that want him to come on and do color and color analysis. But he's like, nope, he wants to play. He's 37. He still has time to play. His body still is in it. You know, what do you think he should do? Isn't that that eagle stuff we just talked about earlier? Hey, go ahead. That's what we're talking that's about. Go ahead. That's, that's like that competition, the drive to win, you know, uh, I, I think you said it earlier, James. I mean, you said it all and, and he's, he's got it. He's got that, that mentality, you know? Now, do you, do you think he's wanting his job back, <laughs> which won't happen, but do you think that's why he's, well, he's thinking about doing it to prove something, you know, that I, they, they should have, should have stuck with him. Yeah, I don't know. I don't necessarily know that he wants his job back, but he does want a starting job, I believe. You know, because he wants to be active, he wants to be playing, he wants to be part of the sport, he wants to be a part of the game. You know, and sitting on the sideline that I, that's that's uh, that's got to be tough for anybody. You know, watching from the the sidelines when you when you could be inside inside the action. You know, uh, but uh, I don't know. I hate this that this show recorded because I gotta agree with Abe and I gotta go back with it and listen to this. But I agree with Abe. I don't think he won't you know, but I think he won't to prove he can go on another team or somewhere and start and prove Dallas I can still play, you know. Mm-hmm. So I do agree I do agree with you on that, Abe. You know, he's looking and say, Hey, you wanna play me here? Fine, I'll go somewhere else and show y'all, you know, that you know, I still could play and be a starter, you know. But, you know, Tony get hurt a lot. That's the problem. I mean, look at the history of him. I mean, well, he, he got, thirty at at thirty six years old, you know, he's he's coming to the end of his career, you know. Uh really, I mean to me that's that's what it looks like to me. So if if you had your if you had your druthers, would you like to see him 
keep playing? Uh, well, you know, as, as long as he was uh, guaranteed not to get injured, I mean, you hate to see a guy get hurt. And this is Tony Romo we're talking about. And then, you know, uh, I mean, really, that's, you don't want to see anybody in that condition, you know. Yeah, but you can't never guarantee none of the NFL nobody gonna get hurt. You know what I'm saying? That's true. I mean, everybody, everybody thought Tony Romo. Look, he come out in the first preseason game, something he hurt. Everybody see, you know? Absolutely. I mean, they, he knows what he signed up for, you know, and it could happen at any time. So you can't guarantee. But if you look back at the history, I mean, look at what they say when you get a car. Go and look at the uh, what's that they're called? The the fact. What's that called? Oh, the, the Car Carfax. Yeah, look, look at um, Romo Carfax. He heard every year. He, he went through Bro- big games. Broken back, broken yeah. clavicle, twice in one season. Think about it. I mean, even that season yeah. last year when he started, everybody, oh, he's been hurt. I'm like, look, he go out of his back. And I'm like, what the heck? Look at the Carfax on him. <laughs> I want that car. <laughs> I'll take that Jeep over there for $200. <laughs> That was Jeopardy. <laughs> <laughs> Makes sense. You know, I, I think Tony, you know, he go to a team, you know, and he got he have to go to a team. Uh, he got to stay with Dallas, and then they got to play about eight, nine. He'll be hurt, you know. So, yeah, it is what it is with Tony. Go out right now and don't mess it. You, I mean, you're going to be a Hall of Famer. What else yeah. can you prove? You ain't going to know, you know, Super Bowl. They ain't won a Super Bowl right. with him, did they? No. Nope. So go out. Look at Dan Marino. Hey, he didn't win a Super Bowl. He went out. He was done. Hey. Yeah, I, I might seriously consider taking that job if I were him, you know? Right. Yeah, yeah. Right. You're making good money. Traveling, you know, hey, be there. He'll still be part of the part of the game. Right. Which is which is something they don't want to let go of. So, Dallas going to have a problem next year with that, you know. They were like, oh, Tony can play. He's just, you know, Tony needs to leave the game, you know. Like A say, you know, like um, Brady, go out on top. You know, you did everything. What else can you do? Tony, you'll be a Hall of Famer. That's what people do. Get in the you're a Hall of Famer, you know. You ain't got no championship. You ain't going to get no championship now. I mean, you go back to basketball. Look at Barkley. He was switching teams to try and win one. You ain't going to get one. <laughs> you ain't get one of the team that you was at. You ain't going to keep switching, you know. So. That's true. Go ahead, Chris. Well, we got that music. But is that, was that yours or mine, Chris? I think that was yours. You hear the music, Eric? Was that your music? You I, hear it? Yeah, yeah, I can hear you. I heard it. Okay, well, I guess that's the end. But, hey, hey, next week, you better call in. I'm never going to hear it. I can't wait. <laughs> All right, I'll, I'll call in. to say to you. <laughs> I'm just going to sit back and just listen, you know, this one. <laughs> but thanks again, Abe and Chris. Uh, we'll see you guys next week. All right, have a great okay, week. Okay, we'll, we'll talk to you. Okay. 
That's going to do it for this week's edition of Loving That Sports Talk. But don't worry, James Loving will be back next week, Wednesday at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific, on the Voice America Sports Channel. Get ready to love more sports talk then. And keep in touch with James all week at lovingthatsportstalk at yahoo.com. 